Hello, Monetization Nation. I'm Nathan Gwilliam, your host, and this is a faith episode about how to create a kingdom business. So this week, I had my first MRI, and I'm a little bit claustrophobic, and so I was I was stressed about this procedure. And as I was driving down uh, to the hospital, uh, I... I said a prayer and, and asked for calm and peace and, and safety in the procedure. And as I prayed, the words came into my mind, my peace I give unto you. And this sweet peace and calm uh, came to my heart and I was able to, to get through it. I am grateful for a God that hears and answers our prayers. A God that cares enough to answer our prayers and give us the blessing and the help that we need. I'm grateful that he's done that for me, not just in my personal life, but also in my business. Um, I, since the very beginning of my business career, my entrepreneurial career decades ago, uh, I've tried to have God as my business partner. And I've tried to look at my businesses as a stewardship, as as something that is his, that I'm operating. And before I go any further, I need to give a disclaimer. I am not perfect as an entrepreneur. I am so far from perfect. I've had to lay people off. I've had people sue me. Uh, business is hard and no entrepreneur is perfect. Uh, but that isn't an excuse to not try to run businesses the right way and create the right kind of business. And when we fall short as entrepreneurs, we need to try to make it right. We need to repent and we need to uh, try to do better, get up and dust ourselves off and, and move forward doing, doing better. Sometimes people call this uh, God-focused business a kingdom business. They call it a stewardship. They, they talk about having God as their business partner. They talk about it as a business, as a mission. And that's what I want to talk about today. I'm going to call it the kingdom business just for sake of having a common term today. And in my mind, a traditional business has one bottom line. When I went to business school, got my MBA, uh, they, they talk about this, this bottom line of profitability that businesses have to have, profitability and sustainability. And that's really important. And kingdom businesses have to have that as well. But I think kingdom businesses also have three additional bottom lines. So let's talk about why a kingdom business has to have that first bottom line of profitability. I believe I've talked about this on my podcast before. And let me, let me give an example. So in the, the world of adoption, where I've worked for decades... I've seen adoption agencies come and go where they try to make a difference for good by charging far less than half of the normal market rate for an adoption. And they think they're doing good so that people with low incomes can be able to afford an adoption. And, and I agree, that sounds wonderful. However, the problem is when you offer a service at half of the normal market rate, what happens? Think of the law of supply and demand. When, when the price goes way down, the demand for that product goes way up. 
And so those adoption agencies that charge way that charge less than half of of the fair market rate, they um, have a lot of families that sign up for their services. But because they didn't charge enough money, those agencies don't have enough money to provide the caliber of services that the normal adoption agency provides. They they don't have the ability to to do strong advertising to find an adoption situation for that family. They don't have the ability to hire the staff to provide the great customer service. Uh, if that agency is sued, they don't have the the cash to be able to weather that storm and, and get through that lawsuit. And what happens is those agencies end up going out of business. And the agency that, the adoption agency that felt they were doing a lot of good for those adoptive families by charging a low rate, did they actually do good? Because they went out of business without providing the service, they took away the money and they took away the hopes and the dreams of, of that family. So I am not an advocate of of charging too little. We, we need to charge enough that we can be profitable and sustainable because that is the only way we're going to be able to provide great services uh, to the community. Okay, so that's point number one. When we're creating a kingdom business, it has to be profitable and sustainable if we want to do long-term good. Number two, the, um, the kingdom business must um, create great jobs. It must be able to... Provide well for our employees and take great care of our employees so that they can take good care of the people within their stewardship, the people that they love. And if we're not doing that, the people aren't going to be able to advance and stay with us and they're going to have to leave us. And that's another reason we need to be profitable and charge fair rates is so that we can pay fair salaries to the people who work for us. If we charge half of the market rate or less than market rates, it's going to be very hard for us to take good care of our people. The third element of a kingdom business, the third bottom line of a kingdom business is it needs to provide community value. And that comes in in two ways. That comes in providing value to the customers that buy our product. We're providing a quality service or quality product. And it also needs to provide value to the community that we're in, either the geographic community or or the niche that we're in. Uh, We need to provide a good service that that makes the world a better place. And the fourth bottom line of a kingdom business is that it has to create uh, spiritual capital. It needs to be doing God's work. For example, with adoption, we're helping orphans find loving permanent families. I consider that part part of God's work. Or Tom's Shoes that is helping provide shoes for people in need. I consider that part of God's work. Um, So as we create kingdom businesses, we should be striving to have a quadruple bottom line, to be accountable for a quadruple bottom line. Are we being profitable and sustainable? Are we providing great jobs so people can take care, our employees can take care of the people they love? Number three, are we providing great value to our customers in the community? And number four, are we doing God's work? So I saw a definition of a kingdom business, and this come this is adapted from the Business and Mission website and Action School of Business um, in partnership with Gateway Church. So a kingdom business is an enterprise directed by the Holy Spirit and managed by a godly leader that uses its time, talent, and money 
to meet the spiritual and or physical needs of the community around them to advance God's purpose. Let me give you a couple of examples of of kingdom businesses that I've seen. So lately I've been taking a bunch of training from Pedro Adeo. Pedro Adeo is, is the world's leading expert at creating online challenge courses. And Pedro teaches very much um, how to create kingdom businesses using challenge courses. And he, he very much serves the, the kingdom entrepreneurs community. Another example is, I, I won't give his name because he wouldn't want me to share his name, but he is a franchisee of McDonald's. And I believe he owns more than 14 McDonald's right now. And he, he is probably uh, the most generous person that I have ever met. I've participated in some uh, charitable events that are very important to me with an organization called CASA, Court Appointed Special Advocates that help children that have been abused, abandoned, and neglected. And, and uh, one of the things that we've done is helped provide Christmas for some of these kids. And I don't mean that to sh- shed any light on me. I'm, I'm trying to, um, to shed light on this McDonald's franchisee. Uh, anyways, when, when we were doing these Christmas events uh, for these CASA kids, we went to the, this McDonald's franchisee, and he in, was incredibly generous in supporting that event. In fact, he's even an adoptive father himself. And I know he's general, generously supported many other causes, including being very involved in supporting the Ronald McDonald House, uh, where families can stay when they have family members in long-term um, hospitalized conditions. Another example of someone that has sought to use their their business as a kingdom business um, is Jim Edwards. Jim Edwards is the founder of, he's the author of Copywriting Secrets, and he created a software called Funnel Scripts. And I, I've told this story before on my show as well. But Jim uh, had a son-in-law who was sent to, to the Middle East to fight, and his unit did not uh, have a lot of the equipment that they needed. And Jim had been uh, very successful in his business. And so he went to the unit commander and asked what they needed. The unit commander gave him a list and Jim said, okay, um, I'll take care of it. And the commander said, okay, which items are you going to take care of? And he said, no, I'll, I'll take care of everything on this list. And uh, Jim provided everything that that military unit was missing, that the unit commander had requested. And later, Jim's son-in-law was uh, on patrol in the Middle East, and uh, one of the the vehicles were attacked, and uh, the medic was able to save his son's life because of equipment that Jim had provided. So again, using using resources from a business to do good and do God's work to heal those that, that um, were in need of being healed. So how can we operate a kingdom business and find success in doing that? I listed out some of the elements that I think are part of creating a kingdom business, and then I went and found scriptures 
uh, to back up these points. So the first idea for creating a kingdom business is that we need to look at the business as a calling, that we we are called to serve a set of, of customers. We need to be the servant leader. Who are we called to serve? In Matthew 10, 43 and 45, it says, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be slave, must be the servant of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served or to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So as an entrepreneur, if we're wanting to create a kingdom business, we need to not look at it as, as we are the king, as if we are the, um, you know, this, this monarch to be served by the people who work for us. Instead, we should look at us ourselves and our role as, as the servant leader, and ask ourselves, who are we called to serve? The second element of running a kingdom business is to center ourselves around, around God, around Christ and his teachings. In James 1.22, it says, Be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. So the point is, we can't just go to church on Sunday and hear the word. We can't just say we believe it. We can't just read the Bible. But as we go and actually run our business, as we get in the messy middle of all of this, we need to be doers of the word. We need to center our actions, our doings as entrepreneurs around, around Jesus Christ. The third element of running a kingdom business has to do with using our gifts. And I believe God gives all of us gifts and I believe we will probably change the world by using the gifts, using the gifts that he gave us. So I think it's very important that we take inventory of the gifts we've been given. And we need to ask ourselves, are we using those gifts to build our business, to build his kingdom? In 1 Peter 4, 10 and part of 11, it says, As each of us has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. So in other words, God has given us gifts and he wants us to use these gifts to be good stewards um, over the responsibilities he's given us. The next element of running a kingdom business is that we need to be willing to listen. We need to seek God's counsel and we need to obey God's direction. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The next element of running a kingdom business is we need to act honestly. We need to have integrity. Proverbs eleven thirteen says, The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. The next element of running a kingdom business is we need to be kind and show love. Uh, we need to show love to our, our team members and our employees through the difficult things they're going through. We need to be kind and show love to our customers, provide an amazing customer experience. We need to be kind and show love by, by being involved in, in social responsibility and, and causes. Uh, in, in all things as we run a business, uh, let's use love as a business strategy. In Matthew 22, 36 through 40, it says, Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law 
and the prophets hang on these two commandments. The next element of running a kingdom business is to turn to God for strength. As entrepreneurs, uh, we all go through hard times. That's part of the job. Um, one of the analogies that I use is a bridge. And it's like we're a bridge. And there was a house that I had, and it was right on the edge of this river. And there was this beautiful, really strong, stable bridge that was meant for people to walk across the river right by our house. And you could walk across and get to some softball fields on the other side. And that bridge was very well made for people. But if I had driven a tank across that bridge, it would collapse. And sometimes in, in our business life as entrepreneurs, we are, we feel strong enough that we can, we're a bridge that people could walk across. And sometimes uh, because of the situations we go through in our entrepreneurial journey, it feels like a tank is being driven across our bridge. It feels like we need strength. Uh, Isaiah 41, 10 says, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you. The next element of being a kingdom business is it is essential that we provide quality products and services and that we take great care of our customers. Philippians 2, 4 says, Let each of you look not to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. And the last element I'm going to talk about today of creating a kingdom business is that we need to plan and use our resources wisely. We need to not waste what God has given us. Proverbs 21.5 says, The plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. Thanks for joining me for this episode, and I wish you success as you strive to build your kingdom business. As you strive to implement a business that will have a quadruple bottom line of being profitable and sustainable, of creating great jobs for your employees, of providing great value for your community, and your customers, and of doing God's work. And as you strive to do that, I promise you will have God's help. You'll be doing his work. As Thomas Monson said, when we're on the Lord's errand, we are entitled to the Lord's help. <laughs>